back to behind the restaurant. Thank you for joining me once again. I appreciate everyone that listens and continues to listen as I continue to figure out the best way to do this continuously. (laughs) So, what did I think we should talk about today? What did I think we should get at today? Well, it's a topic near and dear to my heart. It's, what is the restaurant? Well, is the restaurant all about the chef? Let's talk about that for a little bit, because I think it's an important one for the long term of restaurant success as to whether or not it is all about the chef or do we have other parts of the restaurant that can that should be prioritized almost in the same level as the chef. I guess it also depends on what your restaurant is, because if it's fine dining and it's a, a restaurant where the importance is in the cook day-to-day, then, yeah, it kind of is all about the chef. That's kind of the main priority. That's what you're signing up for. Everything else plays a part, but the goal is to elevate and lift up the chef. Let's be honest. When we're looking at television shows, the people who are successful that we're enjoying watching with regards to cooking things are chefs. That's who's made it there. It's not the restaurant manager. It's not the restaurant employee. It's not someone who just owns a restaurant. Yeah, there is some success that is given to people who are entrepreneurs and have opened multiple restaurants. But it ends up becoming that what kind of chef do they have and what kind of example does that chef show for what they're trying to deliver? Which is an interesting idea when you change the style of restaurant because the question of is it all about the chef is a hundred percent yes when it comes to fine dining and upper level restaurant delivery systems in the sense of what is delivered from the restaurant concept to the consumer purchasing not in the sense of what we deliver food from restaurant to house no So, yeah, and if that's the only view you have of it, then yeah, the chef is extremely important. That's the only thing you see. That's the only thing that you get day to day. That's the only thing that's going to come across as being important because nothing else is going to be delivered in the same way and nothing else is going to have the same importance from those types of concepts. So it's just, yeah... That's what we've been shown. That's what we've been given. That's what we've been presented for so long on television, on any medias or anything. Like, if they're not the chef, why are we going to listen to them about restaurants? Why is their voice important about restaurants? Like, that... I think that's where you have to start looking at the other side. Because fine dining isn't the only style. It isn't the only thing that delivers a concept out there anymore. So because it's not the only thing that's of importance, it cannot be the only thing that answers the question, is it all about the chef? Because in all honesty, you start losing some of the chef when the importance of the food and how it's presented to the customer isn't as much about the actual presentation 
like the plate design versus the consistency of an order. So let's say plate design for fine dining and presentation in that matter is very much important because you're trying to deliver an experience from the plate and the food in a way that you don't do it anywhere else. Yes, you still try to deliver something of the like in a fast casual environment, in a quick service environment, but the consistency of the taste of the food is 10 times more important than the presentation as a whole. Yeah, you don't want to eat something you don't like looking at, but you'll forgive the not likely looking at it if it tastes good enough the four or five times you have it within the first three weeks. That ends up being more important. So, yeah, the the chef is important in that sense because of they're the ones cooking it. But they're not the only important part of this in that world. While in fine dining, the most important part is how the chef ends up cooking the food, while the waiters and everybody else are an integral part, they're just a part. In fast, casual, and quick service, the person who takes your order is almost as important as the person who makes your order is as important as the person who gives you your order in the end. All those parts together deliver the message of what the concept is. I think we we spoke about this before. It's as important to have the message delivered out front as it is to have the food that puts that's put together as it is to have the message that's delivered at the end when the food is handed over. All those things combine to make what a fast, casual, and a quick service is. So, is it all about the chef at that point? No, it's not. You take a little bit away from that. But how you can't you can't make that a star. I, I there's no way of putting it. You can't make a quick service or a fast casual restaurant, a star in the sense of the whole scope of what they're doing is the star of the show. There are some places that are trying to, you know, they're introducing you to their staff. They're giving you an insight on who the people are. They're putting them out there on Instagram, on their social medias, on all these kinds of things and giving you a full scope of what the company is. But the problem with that is a quick service and fast casual restaurants turn over like that. They turn over more people and they turn over more employees than most restaurants do in a whole year, in all honesty. So that being the case, it's just harder to deliver the right kind of consistency. So kind of what you're hoping more for is you're hoping that The concept is cool enough and the employees, when they turn over, can present it well enough because it's easy enough to be presented that you don't have to worry about the turnover as much. So you want the visual of what you're delivering to be as good as what's being delivered, which is a little bit of a switch in just the sense that It isn't as much about the plate, but the ambiance of what it is you're going for. You know, if you think about just fast food, McDonald's is delivering an experience, and the way they get the kids is with the toys. But 
they're delivering a whole aspect of color and presentation and quick service and all these parts together that add up to a whole. And it isn't as much about the person that's cooking it as it is the person that takes the order, then puts it together, and then gets it to them. Because most people aren't worried about it being the best tasting meal they've ever had in their lives. They're worried about getting it as quick as they can, and McDonald's delivers on that. And those parts, just the idea of delivering on one aspect that the customer is looking for when it comes to restaurants that aren't just designed for either fast food or fine dining, when you're in the middle, you're kind of delivering on a little bit of the aspects of fine dining and a little bit of the aspects of fast fast food, just slower than fast and not as design-oriented as fine dining. It's, it's, it's like walking a tightrope where... You're hoping to walk it the best way you can, but more than likely you're going to fall to one side or the other depending on the day. It's just the way it ends up working out and depending on the shift, honestly. But here's what I want to get across. It's like, can you make a superstar out of a fast casual concept? And how would you deliver that? What are you doing? What are you expecting? How are you trying to get across? And do you go from superstar to fast food because it's fast casual. Look at Chipotle. Think of Chipotle. Let's let's imagine Chipotle. Let's go back what would be 12 years now. Let's go back to 2010. Let's go back. It's probably not the birth of Chipotle, but it's close enough. And let's think about what they were then in the mindset of most people that ate them. They were new, they were interesting, and they were something that people went, oh, this is cool. I want to gravitate towards this. Now, jump the 12 years and think about now. Yeah, they're still enjoyed. And they're still, you know, thought of as being great in most parts. But they've reached the other section where they're no longer just fast casual. They're fast food. You're expecting you to get your food quickly. You're expecting to get it a certain way. And you aren't expecting it to be the best thing you've ever eaten in your life. No offense to Chipotle, you guys are doing phenomenal stuff, but at the same time, nobody goes there anymore thinking, this is innovation at its best. No, we go on thinking this is Mexican fast food. Tex-Mex fast food. However you want to deliver your concept, that's what you are. That's how you're presented now. That's how you're thought of now. You're the fast food concept for that. Like, McDonald's is the fast food concept for all American burgers and, burgers and fries. KFC is a fast food concept for American fried chicken. Like, this is this is where you are now. Now, is that a goal of where you want to take your fast casual concept? That depends on the people. There are restaurants now in New York City. It is Cuban cuisine. That's the title that they give themselves. Where they were five years ago, well, now it would be like seven, eight years ago, where they were then... It's completely different from where they are now. Because where they were then, they were a cool niche type of thing. There weren't a lot of them. There weren't they weren't everywhere. There wasn't like six or seven of them. No, there were there was one or two. Owned by the same people, delivered the same way, trying a style of Spanish food that you would get in the hood, 
but you wouldn't get in lower Manhattan. So they were trying to deliver on that. Prices, of course, are higher. Anybody who lived in the hood and would eat that food would understand what they were going for of the hood concept, but delivering it to a different demographic. Now, they changed. In that seven-year stretch, they went from two to ten locations. With those ten locations, they became more linear. Everything was presented the same way. Everything was delivered the same way. Every day you had these items. You never varied from these items. This is what you had. You introduced something new every now and again. You became a straight line concept. You had a starting point on the line and an ending point in the line. And you went through it and got what you wanted to get. You were no longer innovative. You were no longer new because you were, for lack of a better way of putting it, you were franchised. You were multiple locations growing to hit multiple sections of this, you know, city. That's what you were going for. Which sounds exactly like McDonald's, like Starbucks, and like um, Chipotle. You're hitting multiple sections and getting it that way. Now, where do you hold on to when it comes to fast casual? Because the point of fast casual, and at least in the let's say, focus view of a New Yorker who's worked this industry, the point has always been to catch the working crowd Monday to Friday. Your lunch is your goal. You make your money at lunchtime. You make your money at um, at lunchtime between 11 and 2. You make some between 2 and 4. And then you make a second rush between 5 and 7. From 4 to 5... It's turnover. You're barely making any business. You're not getting a lot of people in. It doesn't matter. It's when your staff starts turning over to close out the night. But then 5 to 7 or 5 to 8, that's where you make your dinner money. And those are your two rushes for the day. Unless you're in a tourist area, you're not really going to make your money on the weekends. You're not that type of place. Unless Unless you're like in a residential or tourist area where you're going to have foot traffic or people will come in, or people will order for delivery, or things like that, you're more or less going to get your prime time in Monday to Friday for three hours at lunch and three hours at dinner. So let's say you're open from 11 to 9, you're open for 10 hours, you're only going to get prime time food orders and prime time you know, income for six out of the 10 hours. And then you're not going to get anywhere near that on the weekend. That's how it's been. That's how it is when you're fast, casual, and, and you know, quick service. Because you're trying to hit a gap between people who can't afford the time to go sit in fine dining and really don't want fast food. That's the gap you're hitting. That's the scope of what you're trying to deliver on. You want to hit that middle ground. So what I'm saying with regards to this, how do you make that shine more? How do you make that area, which is overpopulated at this point, there are so many concepts out there, there are so many styles out there, there are so many things out there, that the amount of choices to to get is insane. I worked in an area where when I started working there in 2009, had a couple choices here and there. When I went back to work a 
different, completely different restaurant in 2019, it was a murderer's row of fast, casual, and quick service. That whole area had been taken over by 16, 17 different concepts within a five-block line. That's a hard thing. That's a hard way to grow because, A, there's way too many choices. So that's a scary proposition for these quick service. Like, are you going to go to a place that has choices and you become one of those choices? Or do you want to find a niche place where people have to come to you where you may not get as much of the rush and as much of the craziness? Or are you hoping that if you're in this little area, you'll get enough of the rush and enough of the craziness that it will make it worth it being there? It's hard to decide which way you go when you're opening up a concept. And that's for people to get to that point of, oh, I want to open this. Where am I going? That's a hard enough decision to make. But then on top of that, how do you deliver this concept? How do you present it? How do you get it out there? And how do you make it shine? Because that matters as much as anything else. And that goes back to the question we're asking that I'm asking this whole thing. Is it all about the chef? Because in quick service and fast, fast, um, fast casual... Is it, does the chef play a bigger role or is it, they can't because there is no one chef. There isn't one person who's presenting the same style of food and making a plate. They're employees, people who are taught to do prep, to do things, and then to put the food out there. That's what they're taught. That's how they're presented to them. Yeah, they can be good if the recipe's followed to a T, but you can't always be secure that the recipe is going to be followed to the T because it's not the same person making the recipe every single time. Like, people don't take into consideration when it comes to a recipe. Yeah, this person might have measured it out perfectly, but they also missed something for the way that they do it. They don't boil this as long. They don't cook this as long. They cook this longer. They boil this longer. Something throws off the whole thing. So... So, just because of that, everything else is off from day to day. Because you don't have the same chef trained in the same way. So, how does a fast casual shine? How do you get to that point where you start making decent, if not good money, day in and day out? Week in and week out. Year in and year out. Because if you're presenting the same style of food every week, after a year, your style of food, eh, I don't want this as much. Uh, after two years, eh, this is good, but there are others that might be better. Like, where do you go? Because that's been my question for a while with restaurants. There are some places that have been around for like 20, 30 years. That's cool. But... I don't think restaurants have the style or the delivery to supposed to be around for that long. There are a couple places like diners and things like that that everybody knows that present that. But what is honestly your longevity when it comes to this? Because if you're not, if you're not heading towards the road of Chipotle, where you go from being oh, this is cool, to I am everywhere, or the style of 
Chick-fil-A or McDonald's or any of these other places where your your concept is delivered everywhere, then what are you hoping for? Because in my opinion, you have five to ten years. If you get to year ten, by that point, you're not making the same money you were probably making in year two. And you're maybe barely staying opening, staying open. Simply because, not because your food is any worse, but because the concept for a fast casual is about quick turnover. It's about moving on from where it was to where it could be and where it needs to be. If all you're doing is getting the same customers and hoping they still like you for the next 10 years, then how did you get the new customers? Because it's as important, this is one of the biggest parts of any restaurant, you want more new customers day to day than you want repeat customers. If you repeat the same customers, you're never going to repeat the exact same. Let's say you keep, let's say you, you open, you're open for a year. Year over year, you do 70% of the same customers come back. And you only had 30% new customers. Do you think you're making money? Do you honestly think you're making money? How? You're not bringing in new income. You're bringing in the same income. So it's 70%. So this hasn't changed. 70% of your income is still the same exact people. Yeah, you had a 30% increase here, but why don't you want more? Let's say it's 50-50. That's better, isn't it? Because you're keeping 50% of your retain and introducing more. Those new people bring more than the same person over and over. The same person over and over is great because they give you, they give you a hold on where you are. But the new people give you a chance to expand. So what do you want from a fast casual? Like, let's say you're listening to this and you're thinking about opening your first full, your first fast casual. You're thinking about making this your place. What's your goal? Not this year, not next year, not two or three years. No, what's your goal in five years? Because in five years is where it'll matter. If you can get past the first two years, five years is where it'll matter. Five years is where the concept will live or die. What's your goal? Do you want a second one? Or do you want to make this one so ingrained in people's head that they can't think of anywhere else to go? And if you want a second one, that means you're going to want a third, a fourth, and a fifth. Or that should. Because when you want a second one, and when you want a third one, you want there to be something like Chipotle. You want to grow and expand like they do. You want to deliver like they do. You want to have a concept that people think about like they do. And if that's what you want, then eventually you're no longer going to be the niche, cool, brand new place. You're going to be the fast food 
of this style. That's the that's the bigger thing. Yeah, there's competition. There's Wendy's, there's Burger King, there's all these other places. But McDonald's is the one you think about when you think of burgers and fries for that style, for fast food. There's no way around it. They cornered the market. They own it. They have such a majority in it. That's people's first thought. Hey, first thought. It's just, it is what it is. And then you go KFC. First thought. Maybe not. Because they haven't cornered anything. They are one of the thoughts. Because then you think of Popeye's. And depending on where you are in the country, you think of your own burger places. I mean, your own fried chicken places. But that's the thing. You're still in people's heads. Chipotle is now in people's heads for Tex-Mex food. That's what they cornered with this. That's the idea that they ingrained themselves with this. So what is it actually all about for Fast Casual? What matters here for Fast Casual? What's the point? That's the question that has to be answered, as well as how does it get delivered to make the point better? Like I've said it, I've talked about it many times. I worked in a place that was an Italian concept. They could have been the fast food Italian concept of the whole country. But they didn't know what they wanted. They didn't know if they wanted to be semi-fine dining or full fast casual. No, they wanted to be so crossed in between both that they didn't pick one and run with it. Make that full force what they wanted. No, they were so stuck on being both that they didn't realize that what they were doing was dividing both. They were going away from both. They were making both dumb because you didn't deliver on one of them so profusely and so strongly that you made both of them weak. And then you closed down places so you didn't become the concept you could have become. So, what do you want? How do you want to deliver it? How are you going to get across? Do you want to be number one in that field? Or do you just want to be one? Because I'm going to tell you the truth right now. Yeah, you'll find outliers. You'll find places that have been around for a while that are cool. And they've come up and they've done what they needed to do. And they've been around maybe for 10, 15 years, 20 years, 30 years. Cool. But... If you don't want to expand and become the next Chipotle or McDonald's or anything like that, you got five years. You got five great years, but you got five years. And then after those five years, if you're not willing to change things up quite a bit to make yourself something better and new, then you'll be gone. That's the quick service world. And in most places, you got two years, dude. Do better. What is it all about? It's about delivering on all aspects. You're not fine dining, man. You're quick service. And in quick service, it ain't all about the chef. All right, guys. Thank you. I will see you next time. Peace.